Hello and welcome to the Irish Fire Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Halton. I'm an entrepreneur, investor, and financial independence enthusiast, sharing my financial freedom journey. Stay tuned and welcome aboard. I'll take it some of you kids have heard this story before. As many of you know, I've been doing Forex trading for a little over 12 months now, and so far I've had some fairly unreal results. In the last 12 months, I'd returned well over 30%. I thought I was unstoppable. I planned on pouring more and more money into my Forex trading. I had ambitions about putting as much as half of my portfolio into Forex trading. And unfortunately, at the same time, I got greedier and greedier and more careless. I got obsessed with the returns. 5%, then 10%, then a whopping 13%. It became like an addiction. All the while, I didn't see I was walking into a minefield. I was shorting gold. Effectively, this meant that I was selling gold against the US dollar. It was mid-December 2019. I should have stopped for the year. I didn't. I should have pulled out when I was down 5%. I didn't. I kept thinking that a reversal was around the corner, but gold kept on going up and up and up. And then Donald Trump decided to send some missiles and kill an Iranian military general, and the markets panicked. Even though I caught the news as it happened, I didn't close the trades. I didn't think to hedge and buy, I kept them open. And then the weekend came, and the news got worse, and the fear gripped the economy that perhaps we were headed for war. And I panicked more. As the market opened at 11pm Sunday night, I hedged my over-leveraged gold trades with buy trades, expecting the market to rise further and to protect my account. But it was too late. Once you hedge that far apart, the only way out is to keep trading and risk going further into the red. I kept the trades open for 24 hours, but couldn't find a way to get out without risking more money. I eventually closed the trades and took the loss on the chin, 6% or so of my portfolio gone in seconds. This is part of the Forex game. I played with fire, and I got burnt. I guess in many ways up until now, I've had a few lucky escapes. I've mentioned in the past uh, some of the Forex scams that I invested in, Blue trading, which I was fortunate enough to actually get out with profit, but obviously losing money in Algotex. But I never in my wildest dreams imagined that my own stupidity and greed would ultimately cause me to lose money. What has this got to do with fire and financial independence? Well, as many as you know, I have been looking to become a financial trader as a way to shortcut my financial independence journey. And yes, there is work involved in trading the markets. However, given that I trade the daily chart, that work typically isn't any more than 15 minutes per day. And obviously it looked as if things were taking a turn. Losing that amount of money obviously is a little bit of a blow. And within minutes of those trades being closed, I knew all the mistakes I had made. And so the funny thing is that even though I lost money, and it was my own stupidity that caused me to do that, the experience itself, I'm not going to say it was worth it, but it was probably worth six grand worth of education. The feelings that I was going through, 
the way that I had to try and get out of there and the fact that I wasn't able to take the loss on the chin just showed that I'm not ready yet to be a Forex trader. I've been doing this for 12 months, but I still am two or three years away from ultimately being where I need to be. And so in many ways, that was kind of something that had to happen. I don't know any long-term good Forex traders who haven't blown an account or two along the way. So I guess it was finally my turn to make that mistake. And so I guess I want to share a little bit about, not just about my experience in terms of doing that, and, and obviously, you know, I'm not encouraging anybody here to get into Forex trading, but also just how I responded kind of as an investor who lost my money, right? Because that's kind of an interesting element of this. And I often hear stories of people who are afraid to invest in the share market because they wouldn't know how to react if the share market suddenly lost 50%. And we always say, oh, yeah, we'll be okay, we'll hold, we wouldn't panic. But would you? Until you've experienced it firsthand, you don't know how you would react. I always told myself that if I were to get in a bad situation with Forex trading, that I wouldn't panic and I wouldn't make mistakes. Well, I made so many mistakes that compounded what happened to me when I blew six grand in a matter of seconds. And so I guess if you have thought about doing a little bit of trading, my first advice to you would be trade the daily or weekly charts. Don't get caught up scalping and trying to trade the minute or five minute charts because that becomes a job where you're glued to charts all day. And and frankly, I think most people would rather actually go and do something more constructive with their time. But I've been quite, I guess, interested in the trading side because I literally spend 15 minutes in bed in the morning going through my charts and working out where I think the market's going to go, placing a trade, turning off the phone and not looking at it until I get back the next day. So that's been my very much attraction to why I'm doing this. But it does take years to learn to be a financial trader. It is like anything that you need to actually go and do. It is a skill. And so if you are going to do this, do not put any money into it for probably at least six months, ideally 12. There's so many ways that you can just demo trade fake money on the real market and actually learn your system and get better at the whole Forex trading side of thing. And that is what I should have done more of. I shouldn't have had so much money in there to begin with. But hey, look, we make mistakes and we learn and that's all part of the fun. And I think all investors make terrible mistakes. It's again, investing is also a skill. So that's why I've been encouraging you guys to try and get investing as soon as possible. If it's 10 euros, 100 euros, it doesn't matter. You still need to start learning that skill. And the sooner that you start, and the sooner you start with less money, ultimately that's going to be better. Because even myself, when I first started with the likes of Mintos, with 100 euros, I used to check it like every day. Now I barely check it once a month. And I've got significantly more than 100 euros in there. Taking losses as an investor is just part of the game. I, myself, took it on the chin. And whenever I have a setback in life, I always think back to the 2007 All Blacks. The All Blacks have always been a great rugby team that have never been good at winning World Cups. The 2007 defeat to France in the quarterfinals was one of the darkest days in All Black rugby history. But it's what they did after that that made the 2011 and 2015 teams win the World Cups. For nearly a decade, the All Blacks went on to be a nearly unstoppable force in world rugby. Things changed obviously in 2019. But that period up until then had been an amazing time to be an All Black supporter. The New Zealand Rugby Union spent hundreds of thousands of dollars conducting a review on the 2007 World Cup and looked into what mistakes were made and how they could be improved. They hired a player, psychiatrist, and were the first team in World Rugby to have one. 
they kept onto the current coaching team against the popular will of the New Zealand public, and they learnt from their mistakes of 2007. Bad stuff is going to happen. There are going to be bad days as an investor where you lose a lot of money. But was I depressed when I blew 6,000 euros? No. Yes, I panicked. I made stupid decisions. But as Alton John says, I'm still standing. Does this put me back further? Maybe. But every cloud has a silver lining. While I was in deep drawdown and not having the answers, I started to Google. I discovered prop firms that give proven traders other people's money to trade with when they pass an evaluation test. As I mentioned earlier, I had been planning to pour up to half my portfolio into my own Forex account and had been looking for high returns to fast track my way to financial independence. But I'd been going about it the wrong way. I don't need my money, or at least very little. What I need is talent and skill and to develop my own trading system. And to do that costs you nothing. It is no different from learning a coding language or many of the other skills that exist today in the gig economy. It's a self-taught skill with the help of YouTube and practice. I taught myself to be a fantastic computer programmer and there is no reason that I cannot do the same when it comes to financial trading. And so even though I recently lost the 6,000 euro, my goal and vision is now clearer than ever before. Better still, I've seen the mistakes in my trading system and have ultimately started improving it to apply for a Forex prop firm and start potentially trading other people's capital. Good traders and prop firms get access to up to 1.2 million US dollars. So there certainly is an opportunity there if I can master my skill. And if I can do that, that's six grand, or that'll be a rounding error, a speed bump along the way, and perhaps even end up being a positive thing that taught me to change the way I was trading. Life is all about how you perceive it. And so, dear listener, What takeaways do I want to give you from this episode? Firstly, understand that 99% of us are out there playing the short-term game. I'm one of those oddballs that's always thinking about the long-term game. It drives my wife nuts sometimes. But when we actually stop and reflect a little bit sometimes, it's not just a matter of thinking, where are we going to be in 12 months' time? It's thinking, what am I doing today that's going to ultimately have an impact on my life in 10 or 20 years' time? The fire movement happens because somebody's actually woken up and said, hang on, we need to stop living in the moment, stop having instant gratification, and start going, right, what am I going to do today that's going to help my life in 10 years' time? And the reality is 10 years isn't that long. 2010 wasn't that long ago, and here we are in 2020. Secondly, and I mentioned this before, I'm certainly not mentioning that anybody should get into trading. It's certainly not the point of the story. But one of the things that I've done, if you haven't worked this out already, is that the FIRE movement has given me so many options. The decision I made to work semi-retirement hours has given me so much time to think and reflect and take the time to learn new skills. And truthfully, when it comes to programming, my traditional work, if you like, I'm bored of it. I've been there, I've done that, and I'm now challenged to try and do other new exciting things. We have such a small amount of time on this planet. Do you want to be stuck doing the same thing for 45 years? Or do you want to have a lifestyle which you can custom build. Our family's ability to manage our money, save and cut expenses, and learn to invest has allowed me the freedom to work less and try these opportunities. After saving and scrimping for two years or so, we now have this great portfolio that's there for us 
in terms of having a fallback, FU money if you like. And it's given me the ability to take risks. It means that I can lose six grand and right, that's off my portfolio and we move on. It's not like I'm now going to have to pay that back from a credit card or anything silly like that. And the worst case scenario, I've got at least 12 months wages within that portfolio, which I could pull down if I had to. I have no fear at all about pulling that portfolio to zero if I need to. Because it is that portfolio that's allowing me to go and do all this stuff. It's allowing me to cut back from work without fear of, do we have enough money for food on the table next week? And I know that many of you have commented to me in the past, if I'm well paid, why not work full time for five years and retire fully then? Which was an option I did consider. But the answer is because life is so much more interesting when you have time to learn something and do things just to see what's around the corner. Whether it's setting up five new hockey clubs for the love of hockey, spending more time with your kids and passing your financial knowledge onto them, or just learning a new skill such as financial trading. When I stopped to take the long run view, I realized that by giving myself more time now, the upside could well exceed what I would have paid working full time for five years. After all, how long would it take me to save up 1.2 million for a trading account? The road less taken is certainly the more exciting one. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, if you have any feedback, reach out to me at michael at firepodcast.ie and I look forward to catching you on the next episode. If you're a big fan of the show, why not become an Irish Fire Podcast member for free? Members receive access to inside information that isn't shared on the podcast as well as regular updates such as a monthly newsletter. To become a member, visit www.firepodcast.ie.